It is Matt Mosley. And joined now uh, by Jason Cook, Vice President for Marketing and Communications and the uh, Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor. Some of us call that the CMO. All right. It's just something I came up with. Uh, Jason is uh, always fun to have on. And Jason, I mean, it's, it's back to school time. My daughter went back to school today. I know you've sent kids uh, back to school. How's, how's that going for your family, the, uh, the back-to-school process, before we get to talking about uh, bringing all our Baylor students back? Well, uh, you know, my wife and I are empty nesters again. Uh, Matt, uh, our youngest son is a, a sophomore at Baylor, and uh, so he has uh, flown the coop and uh, is getting ready for uh, the fall semester, uh, just like everyone else. So uh, uh, it's here, whether we are ready for it or whether the roads are ready for it as well. Oh, man, that is good. I saw the roads seem to be moving pretty well. Everybody welcome back. Now, empty nesting, that is, uh, that's, you know, it's it's hard to even imagine that. We're still a little ways away from that. Is that something, uh, and boy, having having a student at Baylor, though, is it is it truly an empty nest? I mean, can't you, can't, you know, can't, can't the kids kind of come right on back to uh, wash the clothes? How's that, how does that work? Well, it, uh, if he needs money, he needs food, or he needs to wash clothes, he doesn't have to drive very far. Let's put it that way, Matt. But, uh, he, he hasn't forgotten yeah. a way home uh, for certain things, not I understand. At not at all. But it has been interesting um, just seeing things uh, through a parent's lens uh, for uh, last year and then uh, heading into this year, uh, particularly in my job as we uh, work on communicating with our students and then parents as well. But uh, just a great experience. And and this time of year is something that Baylor takes a lot of pride in because we've got move-in days starting uh, tomorrow and then Mm. Thursday. And that's really one of those special Baylor traditions and something we do right for parents and students. Yeah, I like it. Now, what we used to have is called Welcome Week. And then we would have yep. maybe Stephen Curtis Chapman would come in. We'd have some kind of band. And I served. You might be shocked to know I was a Welcome Week leader. Okay. And, uh-huh. and um, I, I was accused of recruiting certain people into the group. You know, I was out there kind of <laughs> scouting around, doing some things. But well, those, were, those were great times getting indoctrinated. But now Baylor does some things even earlier uh, in terms of some opportunities, not just the the one or t- two day where you come on campus and maybe talk about some of your classes, but almost like a camp or something. What does Baylor do to kind of get their incoming freshmen uh, ready for uh, ready for college? Yeah, well, I will say, Matt, I know there's always going to be a music connection when we talk. I've learned that by now, and I'm <laughs> sure you'll circle back. But, uh, you know, really, uh, our, our work with freshmen starts in the summer uh, when we have line camp and we yeah. do a lot of new student orientation over the summer. So there, there's a good expectation of, of what this first couple of weeks are going to be. And then also with line camp, the students come to Baylor with a built-in friend group. They have connections already when they step foot on campus. But, but this next week, uh, week and a half, or welcome week, is really when we want to get students on campus, get them settled, and get them engaged, because that is so important uh, for retention 
and so important for uh, for their uh, success as a college student. So what may seem like a lot of festivals, a lot of fun, and a lot of activity, it's really intentional to get students connected as soon as they step foot on our campus. I'm trying to think back on some of those songs, Welcome Week songs. There is a place for me. There is a place for you. All in the, in the family. I mean, something like that. There are only about four lines to it. But every song back then only had, you know, it was like, it was all that. Uh, and they still do that with all the uh, uh, praise and worship. You know, there's only about four lines. Yeah. And you just kind of <laughs> keep coming. You know, the, the, <laughs> the banqueting table, there's one about a banqueting table. And 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 then there's there's yeah there's some, there's some good stuff there. I don't want to go too far yeah. into that. I do like how you have President Livingstone. She was just on with us the other day, and I really appreciate you helping facilitate that. But she and and the first gent, uh, Brad Livingstone, were uh, you know giving an address kind of along the lines of what you were talking about, talking to parents mm-hmm. about hey. Some of the stress that you feel when you show up, some of you are saying goodbye to your, your either only child or the first child you sent off to college. There's a lot of stress that come with that. And I think, uh, Jason, you all do a good job of sort of communicating and, and making sure parents don't kind of feel lost when they get on campus. Now, what it used to be is we'd all show up at Collins and the parents would roll out and, you know, everybody's trying to get up those steps now it seems like you all really streamlined that process. The move-in can happen pretty quickly. Right. Well, you know, Matt, I'm going to age you really quick, but this is our 20th year of a fully coordinated move-in on our campus. And so we've Mm. got about, uh, you know, a thousand volunteers that are going to come together. and, And a car drives up in front of that residence hall and groups of students, faculty, staff, community members descend on that car, take everything out of the car in a span of about 20 to 30 seconds, and immediately take it up to that student's room. The student, the families, they don't have to do anything. So it is a fully coordinated, well-oiled machine. And what we're try to, trying to do is just to get eliminate stress. Uh, uh, for move-in because we know it's such a, a big transition period, but what can we do to make that experience as less stressful as, as possible? So that's what we're going to see um, over the next uh, two days is we've got about uh, between 3,250 and 3,300 freshmen from really all over the country are going to come to the Baylor campus and uh, and come live with us for, uh, for the next uh, four, maybe five years. That is amazing. That becomes a community. Uh, 20,000, is that a good number? About 20,000 strong undergrad, about 15,000, 5,000 uh, uh, postgraduate work. Is that, uh, is that, a, is that a pretty yes. good number at this point? Yeah, it is. Yeah, you were remembering your uh, interview with President Livingstone from last week very well. But, uh, <laughs> you know, that, uh, that undergrad population, uh, about 15, 2, 15, 3, somewhere around there, uh, is uh, we're going to get them engaged. And I will tell you, coming off of, of the pandemic, uh, every indication that we have, our students are just thrilled to be here. They're very excited. We're really close again to 50-50 in-state versus out-of-state, uh, which really stra- uh, speaks to the strength of, of the Baylor brand that we're seeing, not only athletically, but what's happening uh, with the R1 designation. And uh, just across the university, there's so much momentum. So we're really excited about what this semester is going to hold. 
I like that R1. That's the uh, research uh, level that Baylor got uh, moved up to R1, and, and uh, that's, uh, that's a very prestigious thing. And now, Jason, even though I don't think we were that when I was there, I can really claim some things. Okay, several years. I've been out for a few years now, but R1, I think we can all be proud of it and claim it. Uh, and good to have Jason Cook on today, Vice President for Marketing and Communications and a Chief Marketing Officer for Baylor, CMO. What was this uh, list that came out the other day? I thought that was a pretty cool thing. The most trusted universities. Now, there, I, I'm, I may get some of these mixed up. There was one, it was like all Ivy League schools and then Baylor. And, right. and I think Princeton might have been right, either behind, maybe right behind Baylor. That was an extremely impressive list and it was kind of it really was like all ivy league and baylor uh and then and then that may have had something to do they came out with the most trusted schools in the country i have no idea exactly you probably know the methodologies on how they come up with it i just like to brag on it when it's out there i don't i don't know who who puts this together but what was the uh walk me through that one what was the trusted one the most trusted school in Texas, for sure, uh, is is what right. Baylor was. How do you come up with something like that? And what does that even mean? Like ba- they trust that that uh, people are going to get a good education. Where does the trust factor come in here? Well, well, I will tell you the 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 poll was legit. It's not clickbait that you see on the internet uh, a lot of times, but uh, it's a national research firm called Morning Consult, and they are. Uh, referenced by uh, the New York Times, NBC News, a lot of other national news outlets turn to them for research. And what they do is they look at the most trusted brands across many sectors um, uh, across the economy. So they do uh, do this annually and uh, for these different sectors. And uh, last week they looked at higher ed and uh, in really looking at what the awareness is of these institutions. Um, uh, do you trust the university to make the right decisions? Are they having an impact uh, in their communities? And uh, so uh, we, much to a surprise to us, we saw it on Twitter, like so many things these days, uh, saw that we were in the list of uh, among the top 10, Baylor ranked number nine as the most trusted universities in the country. And you look at the company on on there, you mentioned Princeton, it's Stanford, it's MIT. Uh, we're there right there with the I- Ivies. We're the only school from the southern part of the United States um, that is really focused on a most trusted university. And uh, even more so, we rank number two uh, for most trusted amongst parents as well. So I, I think that, you know, people uh, could take confidence that uh, that Baylor's on the right path, we're doing the right things, and that other people are taking notice around the country. Just look at the company we're keeping now. Yeah, I would say so. And then President Livingstone getting named to that uh, chair of the Board of Governors. Um, I You know, at some point you would think if she served enough, they might let her she must be doing too good of a job because she keeps getting even bigger opportunities. This is a big one because they're about to hire an NCAA president. And her name was even mentioned for that. Fortunately, she doesn't seem to have interest in it. But that's uh, that's a that's a lot to take on at, at, at maybe what I mean, Jason, this is in our lifetime. This is probably the most critical juncture ever for college athletics, because finally, um, you know, players are now able to get paid. 
Y'all have NIL things that we've kind of rolled out. The players came out with NIL. This is a very complicated time uh, and a critical time. And I think it says a lot about uh, President Livingstone's uh, stature uh, in, in, across the country to get put uh, in, in a place like this. Jason, this is a this is a really big deal. Is this um, and she probably didn't take this over lightly. Give me an example. Like how long does she, how much time per week do you have a full time job? And she already has a full time job. <laughs> well, I, I'm beginning to wonder if there may be two or three of her. Uh, that, <laughs> as part of that, but uh, but you know, I, I don't think that you will meet a more competitive person than than uh, than Dr. Livingstone is. Just, and I think it's her athletic roots, uh, having been a, a collegiate uh, a women's basketball player, a student athlete, and uh, she. Uh, there's no challenge that uh, that she uh, doesn't want to hit head on. There's uh, she wants the ball when it's time for that uh, game-winning shot uh, at the end of the day. But what's what's remarkable uh, to me is that it's not all about her. It's the team that she's uh, assembled uh, about her. And then also uh, it's the priority that she continues to place on Baylor. Give you an example. She's going to be standing out in front of her house on Monday, next Monday, the first day of school, Monday afternoon, uh, handing out fruit smoothies to students. And she just has such a passion for uh, for Baylor students and our mission. And uh, and, and I think that uh, you know, she and I discussed this this morning is we have an incredible spotlight that's on our university right now through her work with the NCAA, her work with the Big 12. She's going to assume the chair of the American Council on Education this spring. So how can we be good stewards of this opportunity uh, that we have, not only for her, but really for Baylor as an institution, because this is a very unique place as a Christian research university that's competing at the highest level of intercollegiate athletics. We want to make sure that we don't waste this opportunity um, to to really uh, talk about who we are, what we stand for, but then also the impact that we can have into the future. What did you say she's going to be in the in her yard? What is she going to be handing out, did you say? Um, well, if you're wanting to stop by, if that's what you're getting at, Matt, uh, <laughs> on Monday, uh, yeah. fruit smoothies from, uh, from Oh My Juice in front of her house at Albritton House on campus at 3 o'clock on Monday. And okay. uh, you know, this is just one of these traditions she does at the start of every semester uh, to, to make sure that students know who the president is is on the campus and that she is approachable and really cares for them it's something uh, unique that she always does yeah i'm trying to think if i saw um dr reynolds out there uh handing anything out although i i always enjoyed uh crossing paths with him uh and i i hope uh jason you you're like that too you like to get out and about and let the students see you and let that hair flow like you do. So it's uh, it's always kind of fun to see you. And by the way, ESPN Central Texas will have our Baylor Alumni Tailgate, the Office of Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, uh, starting yeah. four hours before every game. And I always appreciate you, Jason. I know part of the reason you like to get to games so early is to stop by and kind of see what's on my mind before games. And so, anyway, that always means a lot to me to see you and your, your wife out there 
I don't really think she knows who I am, but you do. And, uh, <laughs> and I, <laughs> I always appreciate seeing you out there. You bet. Well, it's hard to believe that uh, football season is here. Um, I encourage everybody to start hydrating now uh, and uh, as we look forward. But, uh, but that alumni uh, tailgate is such a great uh, opportunity for people to connect as the Baylor family. And we've got a, a lot of exciting things coming up this fall as we look to, to better connect. Uh, particularly our young alumni, and uh, to make sure that they're connected to Baylor and uh, involved in what we're doing as a university. All right. Lots of construction, lots of fun stuff. I'm even thinking about that pavilion the other day. Something came up, and I just started thinking about how fun that's going to be, that Foster Pavilion. What a what a palace that's going to be. And I already know there's a 2024 recruit from my daughter's high school, and Baylor's trying to get him uh, hardcore. And I'm just imagining that he's probably going to go pro after his freshman year. But I'm just trying to imagine him opening that place. January 2024. Does that sound – is that is that accurate? Is that uh, when we're shooting for uh, – I think that's right. Uh, for the yes. conference schedule, uh, that's going to be so much fun when we get that place open. Well, uh, you're right. Open Big 12 play uh, January 2024. Uh, my office is actually in the Robinson Tower uh, uh, across I-35, right adjacent to the uh, pavilion construction. So uh, I get a bird's eye view uh, every day to look at the uh, construction progress, and they are moving fast as part of that. But uh, it's not in the pavilion itself. Uh, that's going to make an incredible impact for Baylor. But they're, the city, as our, part of our partnership, is redoing the Riverwalk. And I really think it's going to be transformational for downtown Waco. Having that anchor with Paul and Alejandro Foster uh, Pavilion there, but also the, the retail, the kind of the urban environment that's going to come along the river all the way up from uh, I-35 Frontage Road to, uh, to Franklin. Uh, it's going to be an exciting time just to watch uh, this construction continue to, to unfold around around the, the river. But it's that anchor that uh, we're all going to get excited about watching basketball uh, in the future that's making it happen. All right, as long as you don't do anything that Wendy's. That was, you know, the, all these students come in and they're like, oh, let's get the 20 mil plan. Boy, y'all do make some. That's a good place to make some money as a college is to convince the parents that their kids are going to eat 20 meals a week uh, at the cafeteria. And and the truth is we, we go about half those meals at Wendy's or wherever, but uh, that's okay. That's okay because you, you want to start out thinking they're going to be at the cafeteria. And I did Memorial was the was an unbelievable place, a cafeteria to eat, and we spent a lot of time in there. That's where the Fijis gathered. Um, I think y'all tried to run. Y'all, I think y'all let us back on campus, so we're we're starting to flourish again. But uh, Jason, I appreciate it. I kept you a little overtime. Uh, apologize to the folks in whatever meeting you're about to walk into. Appreciate you doing this today. Always glad to do it, Matt, and and uh, appreciate uh, all that you do. And uh, we'll be back on anytime. I appreciate that. There he goes, Jason Cook, the. Uh, Boy, Vice President of uh, Communications and Chief Marketing Officer at uh, Baylor Marketing. Yeah, the whole shebang. And uh, good to visit with him. He's a very official-looking uh, guy, very distinguished gentleman, but very approachable as well. You can just go up to him, ask him about football. He's got a – he didn't play this up, but he's got a big-time SEC background 
but uh, we're fortunate to have him over here, and he's embraced the Big 12 and the New Look Big 12 as all the new schools get ready to come in 2023. All right, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. We want to 